Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your morning the right way. And that's that's not, you know, they say the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, but that's crap. Folgers is not good. Go get a real coffee at Strange Brew Coffee House. They won't say it. They're too nice. I'll just tell you. I, I wouldn't know to compare, but I, I, I would say there's probably a little more love and what you're getting at Strange Brew. Except for that strange brother-sister love in the Folgers commercial. But other than that, you're correct. Okay, I can't speak for that. I'm telling you, it's weird. Strange Brew Coffee House, no weirdness. <laughs> Only here on the commercials, I guess. All right. <laughs> College <laughs> Corner. Nothing weird about wearing a national championship shirt. You should be doing that everywhere you go. And College Corner has the goods. Shirts, hats, polos, everything a man needs or woman, for that matter, to uh, show off the fact that they cheer for the national champion, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Head over to collegecornerstore.com or go to one of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're in Florida by the Half Shell. Collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, an incredible selection, an incredible menu, a unique menu, Stuff you're never going to find anywhere else. Not just in Starkville, but in the state of Mississippi. Nay, the world. Whatever kind of eater you've got in your family, there's a something for them at Humble Taco. Even if they don't like Mexican food, man, there's 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 chicken tenders on the menu. That's true. Good to go. I mean, catfish. They, catfish. They make it happen for you. If you like if you like to eat, you'll find something you'll like to eat at Humble Taco. We've got a lot of questions today on the rumblings. Yeah, Good stuff. I'm always excited. I, I can't wait till the the season gets here mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. there's like actual yeah. sports to talk about yeah. because it could get wild. We have that, and I think people. Are, this was a better week for not getting answers. People are starting to figure that out. Yeah, that's good. One one exception, we'll get to him. There's going to be some fisticuffs in the in the mentions at some point. At some point, but JB Holloway starts us off. Not much talk about Alan Love when it comes to the DL rotation. Many thought he could step in immediately a few years back. Any updates? That's a guy I remember. There was a lot of fuss on your board about he wasn't going to get made. He wasn't made eligible right off the bat, and you know why does he have to sit out? Of, and this is a, he's not ever going to contribute. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Well, he's not even on the roster, is he? I think he's still here, isn't he? I don't think so. Ooh, well then we can make it real easy on ourselves then. Um, yeah, I. I'm pretty sure that he's not even on the roster, so that's probably why we're not talking about him much. You're correct. He is at Missouri State University. There you go. So, we um, so he was he was one of those that that uh, fell off by the wayside, I guess, and then decided to go somewhere else. There's still a few of those guys that transferred that have not found a home. 
Yeah. And that's that's the that's the harsh reality of the transfer portal now when you have you know, like 2000 people in the portal. There's just not enough spots for for players around the country and now these players are left with nowhere to go. Kind of sad. I'm trying to see when he transferred. Uh I can't remember the exact time but yeah, I remember him He didn't uh, do, the he portal. didn't do a notes about it, so I don't know. Guess we'll just have to assume, you know. Is it really about. official until you've done a note? It isn't, to be honest with you. Trey O'Brien asked, do you see the SEC expanding to 16 teams in the next five years? Is this a real question? Is it, yes. Yes, it's, it's going to happen. Yes. It's already, it's already been it's confirmed. Done. It's done. It's, that's already happened, Trey. I, I don't know where you've been for the past uh, week and a half, but yes, uh, Oklahoma and Texas are coming to the SEC. Big news there. Really? I know, right? Patton Paris says, me and my wife, first off, it's my wife and I. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, he's, he, 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 uh, he, uh, he doesn't like me, evidently, because I'll just read the tweet. Me and my wife recently vacationed in San Francisco and went to a Giants game. I couldn't get Brian Haydad to retweet or like my tweets. Is he just the worst, or have I been muted or blocked? You haven't been muted or blocked. Because you're reading this. Yeah. But yes, Brian is the worst. I may just be the worst. I don't retweet or like random stuff. I don't know the last time you've liked one of my tweets. See, I only like tweets if they are genuinely funny. I, they got to be humorous. I, I want to be like, able to go back through I feel my like not even then. I, I've had some good tweets that you have I liked. don't throw out likes like, you know, I'm passing it's out pitties in the fountain. I, you know, I, I just, I just, I, I it's got to be, I, I set a high standard. Okay, and just a random hey, I'm in San Francisco. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna re- retweet that or like that. Well, I'll if I'm retweeting that. something, that's because there's information in your tweet. I want to give to my followers. Okay, for the most part. So yeah, yeah, you are the long worst. story short, I am the worst. Yes, yeah. uh, Colton Watson. How far away from Starkville do you have to be before you give a stranger wearing Mississippi State gear a healthy hail state? Um. I feel like you. I feel like you need to be out of this, out of mostly out of Mississippi. You would. Think. So you wouldn't do that in Jackson. Well, you know, maybe at like at certain events, mm-hmm. like Neshoba County Fair, for instance. Right. I could see people right. telling each other Hell State. What if you're just because if you're just at an event and it's a bunch of people from a bunch of different places? Yeah. If you're just you know, well, let's just in a convenience store somewhere. And here's my here's my situation then. You you go to the convenience store. You're in let's say Tupelo. Yeah. And you open the door for somebody, and they come out and they're wearing a Mississippi State T-shirt. You, do you give them a Hail State? I don't personally mm-hmm. do that, but would it maybe, be acceptable? Yeah, I think so. So I, I mean, if you're in Starville, and if you're in Starville, it's pretty much understood. Most of the people here, are Mississippi. State I say fans. outside of the Golden Triangle, probably so. Yeah. So if you're in Tupelo, so an hour Meridian. away, Meridian, Meridian, you should do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, rank these MSU alumni in terms of fame and historical significance. John Grisham, Machine Gun Kelly, the gangster, not the angsty pop rock artist. Dak Prescott, Brandon Walker. Well, I hate to say this, but Brandon Walker's probably last. I'm going to put Dak first for you know, just national relevance at this point. Um, and then I would probably go John Grisham. Mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly and Brandon. Brandon there was a time where Machine Gun Kelly was number one. Yeah, but, but there's not enough. enough people that know that this. That All of these guys had a, had have had a chance to be number one, except for Brandon Walker. Now, if you mention Machine Gun Kelly, everybody thinks most everybody thinks you're talking about the rapper. Yeah, so exactly. that he is 
going down the list a little bit. We sort of answered this question about the Longhorn Network. It's just going to go away, and at the end of the day, it's probably going to be repackaged as another SEC network. Or they'll just it'll just go away, and that well, Texas will I, just come into the the SEC. I network. just see it as you know, make it make you already have all those people who have that channel. Just add it to your packages and make it SEC Network too, and that's where you've got you know more stuff. Okay. Okay. Anthony Welsh ranked the top five best quarterbacks in MSU history. Well, one is easy. Dak Prescott number one. Okay. I would argue Nick Fitzgerald number two. I would two. argue that too. Um, just just for what he accomplished sure. from a statistical standpoint. Three is probably John Bond. John Bond. And then four, maybe Jackie Parker. Four is Jackie Parker. And, then, and I hate to, I hate to slight Jackie Parker because um, people that watched him play yeah. said that he's we could move one of the best third. ever. But it's just from a from a from what these guys have accomplished. Yeah, John Bond beat LSU every year he was yeah. in Starkville and Alabama. Yeah, um, so it's hard to even keep him behind. You can make him two. Yeah, I mean, I might put him two and then Nick Fitzgerald three. Okay. Um, Jackie Parker four, and then I'm going Don Don Smith. Smith. Yeah, I, either Don Smith or Wayne Mack. I mean, Wayne Mack was the winningest. Dave quarterback. Marler could be on that list. But Wayne Mack and you could make an argument for Wayne Mack and or Don Smith. You could, and I'm I would go, go Don, Don Smith. Smith because he was kind of an innovator. More, more, more t- Don Smith was born way ahead of his time. Yes. So if, if, if Don Smith is in a spread offense. Heisman Trophy kind of Omar Connor. If yeah. Omar Connor's yeah. in a spread offense. Yeah. I, there's probably going to be some people upset about the Jackie Parker thing, but I just – I feel like, you know, Nick Fitzgerald was, is the all-time leading rusher in SEC quarterback history or yeah. whatever. And, and won a ton of games, too. Yeah. So. Um, and then John Bond, just the, the moments he was a part of, you know, beating Alabama, beating LSU – I got. I got to go with him ahead of Jackie Parker just for the accomplishments. But Jackie Parker set the tone. Yeah. Trotter Flynn says I was watching Olympic rugby last week, and even though I've heard elite rugby players are just as good an athlete as NFL players, I couldn't help but think the right position assortment from the NFL's best would dominate. What's your take? You would have to. I think that, and I think this is about soccer too. I think that America produces more elite athletes than any other country. But you got to know how to play the sport. So just picking these guys and trying to teach them the rules, you're not going to be a good team. But if you can find the right guys early on, and I've said this about soccer too, I was like, find some guys, you know, big receivers who've got decent speed but aren't good enough to play Power five football and turn those guys into soccer players. You can do the same here. Find your linebackers or your running backs. Not quite good enough to be stars and be like, look, you can't do this, but you could be a gold medalist. Yeah. You know, and teach them the game. Like Josh Robinson yeah. at, in rugby, I think. Would be would, a, a handful. Anthony Dixon. Right. Um, but they just couldn't pull them off the street and say, go. Yeah. They've got to play the game for years to learn how to play it. Errol Thompson. Yeah. Richie Brown. Yeah. Guys like that. Yeah. They would be. They would be excellent rugby players, but yeah, you would have to. It would be. It would take years to kind of develop. Right, it's you not can't just. A, it's not something you can just throw your. It'd guys be much in. more with soccer. I mean, those kids start playing when they're like six, seven years old. Yeah, like the elite kids. So I don't know. Tanner Marler asks, "Who enjoys torturing their fan base more, Chargers ownership or Cubs ownership? What do the Chargers do? What have they done? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't follow enough of the Chargers to have any idea. The Cubs." 
This oh, is, I, I think they've traded away like some some players similarly like the Cubs have. I guess. But yeah, like the the Cubs, I, I can't imagine being a Cubs fan right now and, and watching these guys tear it up after they've now left the the team. I, I this just, is the Cubs fans' fault though. They allowed the the media and everybody to portray this lovable loser image all those years. Yeah. And then they finally have a taste of success, and they didn't know how to handle it. And now, you know, they were think about that team in 16 and how young they were with Schwarber and Bryant and Rizzo and Baez and all those guys. They're all gone. Yep. You had, a, you had a young core that was set to dominate the National League for the next decade, and you got one World Series out of it. I mean, that's embarrassing. Yeah. It is. Sucks to be them. Alexandra Watson asks, When you think about the Bible story of Jesus feeding the masses with the five loaves of bread and two little fish, how do you envision the fish were cooked? I always picture fried fish, even though I know it wasn't. <laughs> Imagine. Just dropped it, dropped, dropped it in some batter and Je- put it in the... Jesus just sitting there working the, the, deep, <laughs> fat, the deep fryer. Like, cause give me, Peter, bunch, can you pass me the hush puppies, please? Bunch of like the uh, the cardboard flats that you get drinks in, just fill, passing them out. It's got got three fillets and a cornbread in there. Here's a sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> the first, the Matthew, first fish fry. Matthew, was you in have Galilee. the tartar sauce. <laughs> the, the first known fish fry was held by the Son of Man. Judas, Galilee. Judas, do you want the crinkle cut fries or do you want the fries like they have at Arby's? I want the fries they got at Arby's. Ah, oh, we're doing crinkle cut, and that's where it started. <laughs> there was a started. rift. He's like, I hate crinkle cut. Come on. <laughs> I've never really thought about how they cooked the fish, to be totally honest <laughs> with you. That's a good I don't point. know, but one time when I was a kid, we were at the dove camp and like me and my cousins were trying to rough it. Like we were staying in a camper and stuff. So we caught a fish and we're like, we're going to cook this fish. We've never cooked anything in our lives. We were like maybe 11. So we got the fish. We knew how to scale the fish and, and all that stuff. So we get it and then we don't think like you're supposed to season it. Yeah. So we were going to grill the fish. Yeah. So it was the worst meal I've ever had in my life. We put Tony Sacherets on it and stuff. I mean, it was it was awful. Yeah. I believe so, it. It was a learning experience there for sure. Go. I I can imagine there wasn't many many spices to use. Whenever well, Jesus at least was it didn't cost 5, you nothing on that. Uh, on that, you, you caught the fish. Yeah, right. You, right. You bought the fish had been different. Yeah. All right. Rank the following base. Oh, sorry, this is from Winston Kimmel. Rank the following baseball fan bases on Twitter in order of annoyingness: Vandy, Arkansas, Ole Miss. See, Ole Miss's baseball fan base doesn't separate from me from its other fan bases. Yeah, it's kind of the, the same. same. Whereas Vandy and Arkansas, the baseball fan base is clearly different. And and Vandy, the the volume of people is very low that you have to deal with. Yeah, like if if I'm engaged in in some kind of uh, troll from their fan base, it might be like four or five people, and most of them don't really know what they're talking about. Um, you know, Arkansas is pretty bad, uh, especially in baseball. Ole Miss, I have most of that fan base muted, so I don't really see anybody's tweets. Uh, I've just every time one pops up in my mentions uh, with some kind of troll, I'm I'm immediately muting them, so I don't really know. But I would say probably Arkansas is tops, followed by Ole Miss and Vandy. Yeah. Uh, 
Then he asks, where do you think Oklahoma and Texas football fan, Twitter fan bases will rank in annoyingness once they join the conference? Well, we've I would imagine Texas is pretty bad. Pretty high. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, I mean, you're, you're pulling from such a large area. What you've got with Texas is basically Ole Miss fans who have had actual success. They've won national titles. They've won big games. So Ole Miss fans... Well, because a lot of the Ole Miss fans are Texas people. Well, that's true. But Ole Miss fans give you all that arrogance, and you're just like, yeah, but you haven't won anything. Right. Texas fans, they're like, they actually have won something. Now, it's been a long time. It's been, you know, what, 16 years, 17 years since they won a national title. But that's... that's, They still have... It's still recent, you know? And in baseball, they still have 30-plus Omaha trips. They have six I have no idea what to make of the Oklahoma fans. Never I haven't really had any with dealings them. with I haven't them. dealt with them. I mean, you just don't cross paths with Big 12 fan bases much. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Norm wants us to rank these TV characters. Norm, Michael Scott, Ron Swanson, Tony Soprano, Homer Simpson. Tony's one for me. Tony is one. Tony's one for me, and then I'm going Michael Scott, Ron Swanson, Homer Simpson, and Norm. I'm not a big Simpsons guy. Me neither. So he might be last for me. I'm going to go Tony Soprano, Ron Swanson, Norm, Michael Scott, and then Homer Simpson. Okay. That's my rankings. Joe Dog asks, besides peeing in the end zone, what's the weirdest thing you've seen at a football game? Saw uh, a kick blowback one time. That's true. I saw a third and 97 or whatever it was. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. That might be it. Yes. That thing there. Uh, That or the tornado warning during the Troy game when we all had to evacuate the stadium and go underneath the stadium. And then State lost the ball game to Troy. Saw Jackie Sherrill run a quarterback draw with the clock running out while he was winning against Troy and Kevin Fant getting his ankle injured for no particular reason. Still can't explain that. There was a lot of weird things that we saw from about 2001 to 08. Yeah. I saw a (laughs) 3-2 game. Yeah, I was there for that, too. So, a lot of options. That, yep. that game was just painful playing out in real time. Yeah. Because you you're just kept saying, you're okay. going to win 5-3. to three. Well, you kept saying, like, okay, this is the time where they're going to – if they stopped Auburn again, now they're going to – I was convinced they were going to win 5-3, to three, uh, which would have been when not they got any the, better. When just, they got the safety, you're like, okay, they're going to win the they're game. Start right. with, yeah, yeah. No, they, didn't. they did not do that. Uh, what will be the higher number is what the uh, Allegheny – uh, boys tennis program wants to know the temperature Fahrenheit at the kickoff for the state La Tech game or the number of passing yards La Tech will have. I think both could be triple digits. Uh, state will give up some passing yards. Yeah. It's definitely the passing yards thing. Yes. So. Uh, I don't think it's going to be 250 degrees, which is a possibility for uh, the passing yardage for La Tech. I just saw Bunky's tweet. That's really funny. Uh, that's really funny. Uh, Joe Dog with another question. What sport would be the funniest if a player had to down a beer every 10 minutes until the end of the game? What's, what sport would be the funniest if a player had to down a beer every 10 minutes? See, here's the thing. I feel like the answer would be baseball. But those boys can drink. They might get better. Golf? Round of golf usually takes about what three hours. So you're talking about yeah, you're, you're I mean, drinking we, eighteen. You got drinking eighteen. I don't know. People do that though. They drink an eighteen. Yeah, pack people do that all the time. Um, it would probably be baseball. Like trying to see the baseball 
the pitcher throw. It actually would be pretty dangerous now that I think of it. Can you imagine a drunk guy like Carlos off of the bench warmers whenever he was drinking the tequila? My name is Carlos. I am 12. There's- I'm picturing that little kid from the little... I, think I forget what his name was, but I hit dangers. <laughs> Just totally hammered. What about basketball? The guy's slipping on the... No, wait, wait. I, I've got it. I've got it. Hockey. Hockey? Trying to skate drunk. Yeah. Ha- so how long is a typical hockey match? Hockey game? How- game? It's a game. Match? It's a game. Game? Yeah. Uh, I don't I watch mean, hockey. It's, it's three 20-minute periods, but there's stoppages, so, you know, it's about a two-hour game. So I don't think those guys would would be close to drunk because the, you know they're that's they're our rough. problem here. We got find them women's hockey. It, to me, it would be baseball. It would be both both funny and scary at the same time. Like because I can't imagine trying to throw a baseball when you're lit. But yeah, I, I'm trying to trying to throw. I mean, you could throw it, but the, you wouldn't have any command. No. It would it would be pretty wild. Uh I, I don't know what the answer is then. Tennis? I don't know. No. I don't know. Uh let's see here. Jacob Shumi, who had some real issues with people trying with one guy trying to reply in the uh to his question. He did everything he could to fight that guy off. <clears throat> I think that happens to him like every week. Well, I took care of it for him. Just went ahead and, and, and blocked the guy. The guy me? Johnny Jackson is uh he's angling oh, Johnny, won't see him no more. Johnny Why did you have to do it? Yeah. Folks, just stop answering these questions. And then they, he got smart. He's like, yeah. oh, like I know you listen to the podcast, I know you know the rules, boss. Guess what? You're out. Yeah, just just stop, guys. <laughs> Social club. He's gotta go. <laughs> Robbie and Brian. Which future non-conference Power 5 opponent would you most like to travel and cover if allowed? Arizona, Arizona State, Minnesota, Washington State. No mention of Texas Tech. I guess he knows nobody really cares about going to Lubbock. It would be either Arizona or Arizona State. You know what it is for me, honestly? Minnesota. Nope. I'll tell you why. That game will be early in the season, so it won't be super cold. Maybe. Uh, Arizona is going to be in the season where it's super hot out there. You're going to die. And maybe this is just me. It's just a, a Vicksburg thing. But living my whole life so close to the Mississippi River, I would like to see where it starts. That's true. See the, see, see, see the, see the source I, of the river. I, I think Minnesota's a nice place. I like Juicy Lucy's. Okay, what is, what is oh, that? Oh, you know what that is? That's, no. a, that's a Minnesota thing. Cheeseburger, but the cheese is stuffed inside the burger. So you bite in, and it's just molten cheese. Okay. Sounds delicious, right? Yeah. A lot of German food up there. Like that. Like a lot of beer drinkers. I fit right in. There's a lot of beer drinkers up there. They drink that like water. Well, it's all it's all those Eastern European people, man. Yep. Beer is life to those guys. So, yes. Minnesota. Polish. Hang out with my, my friend Courtney Cronin. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in for Minnesota. No offense to those other places. I'm looking forward to those, too. Dalton Lee asks, how excited are Robbie, this question specifically for you. How excited are you for the future of the United States men's national soccer team? Basically, their D team beat Mexico. I mean, it's always good to beat Mexico. I'm so excited. I can I can hear the excitement in your voice. We are excited. I'll say this. They're good enough now that I might be interested in them. 
I, I I'll say this for myself. I I enjoy watching soccer when it's like a like pride for your country thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't World get Cup when it's just a team thing. stuff like. I, I don't have a team that I cheer for. I will cheer for the United States of America. Okay. Um, I'm not going to cheer for England, people from England, uh, and just about anything. So I'm trying to think how many English people are in the, the starting lineup for Chelsea. Are they all American? No, there's only one. There's one American. I think there's only there's two Englishmen in the starting lineup out of 11. There's a Brazilian, German, a couple Frenchmen. There's actually like three Germans. Well, I'm just saying. You can have that. Italians. All right. (laughs) Thomas Loftus wants to know, what are the criteria for getting inducted into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame? I think you just have to have had a Hall of Fame worthy career. career. Yeah. I don't don't know if there's anything specific. 99% of the inductees. 99.9%. There's only one guy I can think of that... Doesn't fit that criteria, but we'll move on. Who's that? Huh? Who is that? Oh, he's getting inducted this week. Been giving Joel crap about it all week. Who is it? Oh, Larry Templeton. Okay. Well, he did some good things. You you can't you can't deny his entire career. I can deny quite a bit. You'd be surprised you, what I can deny. God. Unrelated the to hatred. Question. The hatred is real. It is real. Unrelated to question one, is there something that the bear that did the bare minimum, where you did the bare minimum, and you ended up getting awarded and recognized for. I have a, I have an answer to this. It's not really awarded. Larry Templeton again? It, it is related. To <laughs> it is, your question, Thomas, is related to your first question. <laughs> Please do not lie. So I've told this story before. Uh, in my senior year of high school, again, there's no award for this, but my senior year of high school, our first assignment in English class was to read Silas Marner. Which is an incredibly boring. Boring, book. yes, it is. And then we had to write an essay. We had an essay we had to write. Well, one of the essay questions was to compare and contrast the two cities that are mentioned in 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 the uh, book. Right? They really answered that question in the first fifteen pages, which is all you read. That's all I read. I got a one hundred, and like the teacher was like, "This is a really good paper. This is one of the best papers I've ever read." I'm like, I read 15 pages of this book. Did you read the Cliff Notes? I used to do that. I, I, have, I have read Cliff Notes, but I never like just totally depended on them. I used to do that all the time. So I, I just could not focus on reading. Oh, I hear you. It was, it was tough. It's a big deal. Yeah, I, I haven't won pretty much anything in my life. So Okay. Josh Pratt. Got a good-looking wife. That's true. You won that. Yeah. That, that, that's, if you, between that and like science fairs, you, you, you picked the better choice. Yeah. Uh, Josh Patrick, what's the best practical joke you've ever pulled off? I'm trying to think. I don't have anything off the top of my head right now. All right, I got two. One I didn't pull off, but I have to tell the story. So, a friend of mine who tweets into this show quite a bit, just leave it at that, uh, we, we were doing some prank calls one night, and he called this house, and, uh, Pretended to be this woman's boyfriend when the guy answered the phone. And, of course, that was her husband. And, you know, he lost it and hung up on us. When we called back a week later, he's like, I kicked her out. I found out she was, she was cheating on him. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> you uncovered the we entire thing. We uncovered it for him. Unbelievable. So this isn't really a great practical joke, but I think it's funny. And again, I'll, I will no, not name names to protect the innocent, but we had a friend who, you know, we wasn't like super fat, but he was a bigger guy. And we were going to a wedding and we switched his tuxedo and the tuxedo of a friend of ours that was really skinny. Oh, boy. Now, the skinny guy was in on the prank. Yeah. So he didn't get dressed just yet. It's, <laughs> I can still see this happening. So the big guy starts putting the thing on. The first thing he puts on is the shirt. and It rips. I mean, no, it won't rip, but he cannot even button the collar. <laughs> and he's just like, the shirt's the one thing we didn't try on. <laughs> and we're just like trying to hold it together. And I just remember saying to him, like, put... Put the pants on and try to blouse the shirt out a little bit. Maybe that'll help. And he's just like, I can't, I can't even get it. And finally, we had to come clean because we were getting close to the time that we needed to leave. Yeah, I'm surprised the thing didn't just pop. Oh, uh, if, if if he had been ten pounds heavier, it'd have been like a fat guy in a little coat moment. <laughs> it been incredible. Ah, uh, Zach DePriest. What is one summer Olympic and winter Olympic sport that y'all feel you could best compete in if you had four years to train for the event? I've already said my summer would be the um, the swimming. Okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, for me, you know, if I had four years to train in like like rifle shooting, don't you yep. feel like I could? That's enough time. Probably, you know. Um, what about the winter sport? Curling is the only thing I can think of. Like I, I don't have the, the 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 coordination to do that other stuff. Yeah, I couldn't do like snowboarding, um, yeah, like ski ice jumping skating. and stuff like that. Ice skating, no. I'm trying to think what else. Could I be a hockey goalie? I'm so fat. I'd plug up the goal. You got to be able to move side to side. Could you move side to side? I've got some. I got. I'm. I am. Su- I am surprisingly and deceptively agile. I'm trying to think what else. What other winter sport there is. Like curling would probably be mine. Curling, I mean, curling feels like something you know, like you can be. It feels like a skill you can learn. Yeah, it's not like you don't have to be born with talent, right? So, all right, curling. Taylor Burton over under on tw- ten bunts next year. I, I, I think it was thirteen last. I think they'll year. have over that. Yeah, so that feels <clears throat> feels right. All right, here, Corey Pilkington. Oh God, brace brace yourself. Have you read this question? Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Go ahead. If you got a statue outside a sports venue on campus, would you want it to be true to life, or would you go on an enhanced physique like ripped muscles or an obscene bulge in the front of your pants? Good. Because I feel like it would be great to walk out of Diddy Noble at 80 and hear a college girl say, did you see the unit on that Hey Dad statue? Wow, he was really a legend. <laughs> Good. I am 100% wanting that, yes. Yes. Uh, like, <clears throat> I can you imagine? <laughs> what a legend. What a legend. His wife was lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely that one, Corey. Uh, let's see here. Jeremy Murdoch. Why does grades in school skip the letter E since it's back to school season? Back to school. Back to school. Prove to daddy that I am not a fool. <laughs> Uh, why do they skip E? Well, you have A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. And then you have F. And then the other one would be fail. Yeah. So, but, like, what does D stand for? 
I, well, I think Damn they were just bad. going. I think they were just going. Okay, we have this, 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 and this. Yeah. Okay, what would be the worst thing? Well, you just fail because it's any because the other ones is a ten ten point scale usually, yeah. and then F is like everything behind seventy it. and below, right? Yeah. So yeah. I guess you're just saying at that point you fail. Okay. That's the only thing that I have to. What class would you teach if you were a teacher? He says he could teach me teaching advanced grilled meats and marinades. People think I'm this great cook. I just follow recipes. I don't come up with the stuff on my own. Yeah. I would teach, like, college football history. I would do – I would probably do American history. Okay. Are oh, you um, going to real – you're teaching a real class. Yes. Okay. Um, you couldn't teach music? Music appreciation? I could do that. I would not want to do music appreciation. I just want to be a music teacher. Like, Beethoven sucks. Yeah, I got, Let's listen to Rush. I remember, I remember doing a music appreciation class, and I was thinking this is going to be, you know, we might have some like music history stuff. It was all classical stuff, and I, I wouldn't want to do that. Right. <clears throat> uh, Coach Haley wants to know what will be the next MSU offensive football record to fall in a game season and career. So, six twenty three is safe for a while. I think I don't think that's getting broken. It would be the single-season passing yards, probably. That's an easy one to predict. Or receiving. I think, what is the single-season receiving record? Is it still Jamion Lewis? from the? Uh, uh, I thought it was Fred Ross. Is it Fred Ross? I think Jamion Lewis just had the single Sing, For game. single game is what I meant. I'm sorry, single the bowl game. game. Yeah. yeah. That's something that could fall. Um, could you tell me against Louisiana Tech that J- Jaden Wally has 250 yards receiving or something like that? I can believe that. Yeah, I, that could possibly happen. Uh, it would. It would. It's either going to be a receiving record, single season, or single game, or yeah. passing single season. Anthony Dixon's really safe right now. Yes. No one. Nobody's going. The last guy that had a chance to break his was Callan Hill. Yeah, and that's, and that, that's going to last for a while. Yeah. Uh, why can't Chip Kelly get it going at UCLA? Was it Nike? I think that's part of it, but I mean. I don't know. It's really, it's really interesting that he. Ha- I thought that would be. I thought it was going to be solid hire. I mean, because he's higher. been good everywhere he's been. Yeah, but it just hasn't worked for whatever. It's, nothing's working at UCLA right now. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jason Neil Galt asks: In past seasons, there seems to have been a lot of controversy over "Don't Stop Believing." And this is strictly an online issue. Every time I've been up since 2014, the crowd seems excited when it plays. Yes. This is one of those things that message boards and social media makes you think that everybody hates, and in reality, everybody loves it. The loudest people that I see talking about it don't come to games. Yeah, they don't even come. They're not even there. Yeah. So uh, somebody somebody mentioned it one time, and I asked the last time they were at a game, and it had been like four years. So yeah. they hadn't even experienced. Yeah. It. What, do they, what do they care? When when it's when I'll say it's probably overplayed to this point, but when there's a big game in Mississippi State. Like the Alabama game in 2017, for mm-hmm. instance, that was a really cool atmosphere mm-hmm. when that was happening. Uh, but it's got to be, you know, if it's if it's 20,000 people there in a blowout, it's, it's kind of silly, in my opinion. Joel and I had a, a, a system for this. That it's, it's, if State is winning or is within 10 points, play it. Yeah. Otherwise, don't play it. If State's down 28 points going into the fourth quarter, just don't play it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, that's it's, how I would. It's kind of silly to do it when you're getting blown right. out. You've been put in charge of booking Bulldog Bash this year. Who are the three bands you would book? So I'm thinking we need to go one country, one rock, and one uh, one hip hop. And you probably have to you probably have to be realistic with it. You're probably not going to okay. get anybody. That's I got like an, an easy arena, country one then. Arena show. I got an easy country one. 
Your my boy, country would be Hardy. Your boy Hardy, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's an easy that is a easy All selection. Right. So then hip hop. Could you get Big Crit? I don't know anything about today's well, hip hop. I don't know a ton about Big Crit. I know he's a state fan though. Yeah. So maybe you get him to come in. Yeah. And then for a rock and roll, I feel like this is where you might need like to, to appease to your alumni as well and bring in sort of like a more classic rock. And when I say classic rock, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself. I'm talking about like a band from the 90s. Yeah. Like, like you couldn't get like Pearl Jam or something like that, but I don't know. Like, like that do with Black Crows. Yeah. Could Al- would Alice in Chains come in? I don't know if that would if that would appeal. I mean, it might not, but I mean, that's a that's a big name. Yeah. The, what are they doing right now? Like, they, just, they haven't really been the same without Lane. Well, Stanley. yeah, well, the, yeah, that's you, you. You knew that though. You knew that going in. Um, I'm trying to think who's a, who's a good band. Greta Van, Van Fleet. Yeah, somebody, somebody like, like that, that would def- know, like, she would definitely come. The, uh, that's not a she. That is a band, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, but the lead singer's a woman, right? No. Isn't it? No. Who am I thinking of? I have no clue. Wait a minute. Greta Van Fleet is like the Led Zeppelin cover band, pretty much. All their stuff is is basically Led there, Zeppelin-like. There's a band that's popular right now that has a, a female lead singer. I thought that was her. I thought no. that was him. Okay. No. Who am I, I thinking? I don't of? know who you're thinking of. I need. I. I need to. My bud. My Ryan Nelson will help me out here. He'll tell me who I'm thinking. He's of. He's a big fan of of uh, that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's he is much more up to date on rock, modern music than I am. He loves a concert. Man. You and him would be good friends. I wanted to go see ZZ Top the other day, but yeah. you know, they just lost Dusty, mm-hmm. and I didn't think that they were going to perform at Brandon, but they did. They did. They yeah. did. So, so, last question here from Jason Neil Galt. You all right there? I had a little something in my throat. It happens. Thunder and Lightning tag team. What's our entrance? Does that need to be like Hell's Bells? Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck would be good. Something like that. What is the, in the first word like a rolling thunder, a burning rain? That's the first line of, of, of Hell's Bells. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. true. So, um, there's something on those White lines. Something like a, a storm. storm. Something yeah. have to do with a storm. Riding the storm out. Riding the storm out. Well, REO Speedwagon. Speed oh, yeah, now we're talking. All right. Let's uh, before we get to our next questions, let's move on into that with our good friends at Welcome Home Beef. Remember to check out Welcome Home Beef at Val's Marketplace here in Starkville. The meat counter is full of not only burgers and steaks and roasts, but a lot of other great cuts that you used to be able to find at the at the University Drive location. And anything can be fresh cut, and they'll be willing to take your orders as well. And if it's not just in Starkville, wherever you are in Mississippi, Welcome Home Beef is popping up all over the place. They're in Louisville, they're in Corinth, Pontotoc, Bahalia, uh, New Albany. Olive Branch. It's all over the place. If your local grocery store isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef products, find out why. Call your grocery store and call Welcome Home Beef. That number is 662-648- Did it again. 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That is the place you want to be when you're in Starkville. It's just a great place to go, a great place to eat, and a great place to hang out. Got the big patio out there to watch the people, have some uh, some barbecue, and have a cold beer, and enjoy yourself. Next time you're in Starkville, I don't even need to tell you. You know the Two Brothers is going to be on your list. We're getting closer and closer to football season, so that place will be hopping all fall at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems makes it really simple for you guys. 
If you own a business, you need to call them. They're going to provide a list, an incredible inventory of products and services that keep your business running with more profits and less problems, and they back everything they sell up with big-time customer service, the kind you would expect from your next-door neighbor, which is what Advantage Business Systems is. They are a Mississippi business, first and foremost. They've been doing business in this state for nearly 50 years. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Justin Strawn, this is probably the last one at a reasonable time. School's about to start it's up time for, for him. school. So, <clears throat> I am very excited about the upcoming Dune movie. So, I decided to read the novel. I started it last Saturday and finished it last Monday. It was very good. The 1984 movie was one of my mom's favorites, despite how terrible I heard it was. I decided to watch just to see for myself and in memory of her. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry about that. I wish I could say I understood why she loved it so much, but that might have been the most awful movie I've ever seen. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, there's been That's so a many. long question to get to there. <clears throat> there's been so many. There are movies that are bad, and then there are movies that you know that are bad going in, and you can enjoy them. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite is one of those that okay. you, can, you knew it was going to be bad, and so. it was so bad that it was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, there, there's movies like you can watch, and it's like, they usually come on, like, on HBO at 2 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. on a Tuesday. Or sci-fi, any yes. sci-fi movie. Did you know, there's, have you ever seen Collision Course? No. One of the worst movies ever, but it's hilarious. It's Jay Leno and Pat Morita in a buddy cop movie. Oh my gosh. It that is, sounds it, awful. It is so bad, it's good. Jay, Jay Leno is a cop. I mean, you know, what am I doing here? But then there are movies that are just bad. Like, they think they're going to be good, and they're bad, and that makes you angry. Yeah. For me, that's the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Can't stand that movie. It um, made, made me so angry. As a kid, it was okay. It was it was kind of scary for me mm-hmm. as a kid because well, I, that's my like, point though. It, it never gives you the payoff. Yeah, there, you never there was see no, the witch. Yeah, there was no, there was nothing that that was really really yeah. scary. It was just all kind of suspense. Yeah. Um, it, it's probably going to be like a like some kind of scary movie that's mm-hmm. supposed to be scary, but turns out to be really stupid. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. That's not a bad movie. I. I I just don't like Justin Long. I'm sort of, I'm sort of not a big Justin Long no. fan. But then for me, like, uh, the Last Jedi is a terrible movie. Yes, and I mean, I had so much hope. Um, Batman versus Superman is a terrible movie, and it could have been so good. So, there's a lot of DC movies that DC really miss the mark. They really and, are, good. and they have, in my opinion, they have the best characters. They do, but they, they have they the best superheroes. Totally screwed it up. Um. While it was awful, we'll get this next one in here, there was a scene that made me laugh hysterically. In one scene, Patrick Stewart is about to lead a garrison of troops into battle, but before doing so, he picks up the family pug and lets out a war cry before charging the enemy. It is easily the most unintentionally funny thing I've ever seen in a movie. Have you ever experienced something similar? That's, that's pretty, pretty rough. That's pretty tough there. I don't, I'm trying to think of like something I wasn't supposed was to laugh Was the pug at. supposed to be like a weapon? Like did he throw the pug? Those are those are ugly dogs. Yeah. So I, I could see that. Sweet a, though. So. That, they're they're sweet. I don't know. Uh, what's scarier, movies that use scary music, or movies that have no music in tense situations? So going back to the Blair Witch Witch Project, it's got no a, music. 
Yeah, it's it's got to have it's got to have something to pack a punch. Yeah, this that kind of sets the mood. Okay, I agree. And then last but not least, if one can be ruthless, does that mean one can simply be Ruth or Ruthful? So what is I, the? Yeah. I I don't think so. Once again, the English language has struck us again. I mean, it's you know, ruthless means you 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 strike without mercy. So if you you know, if you're Ruth merciful, is, Ruth is merciful. Is, is Ruth, Ruth mercy? Merci? I don't know. That's a good question. Is it, it, does it derive from Ruth in the Bible? I don't know. Good question. Good question. R.J. Sweatman, with the emergence of the transfer portal, can we get a portal song like the Cruton song? I think the Cruton song works for the portal because you yeah. do have to recruit them. Same guys. thing. So. Uh, and then also, any chance that Brandon F. Walker does the play-by-play for the Barstool Bowl? I thought about this. I think he's got a good chance at that. Would it be allowed on television is the is the problem. It would have to be like online only. Now, what you do is you just you just get one of those things like for like the witness protection program. You just blur out his face. Nobody wants to see that. That's true. But other than that, it's fine. They they are they already said they're going to stream it, so it, he'll be allowed. So it's to not even going to be on television. Well, I mean, what what channel would take that? You know, ESPN's not going to. ESPN's not going to go with Barstool. Yeah. Okay. Here, air right, air right sign right what out is there. happening it's outside? Did State of... score a touchdown? Did we miss something? Either that sting or we're at war. <laughs> uh, Robbie Chrisman uh, saw something that stated Clemson and Florida State reached out to the SEC to join. Not saying this is true, but we'd like to know your thoughts. I mean, it's not true. I don't think. I mean, they they are pretty adamant in the discussions, or in the I'm sorry, in the, in the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the de- denials. They're pretty adamant in the de- denials. Clemson and Florida State yeah. is? I feel like somebody probably made a, a comment, but I don't think there's anything officially happening. Do you agree? Oh. 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 Mister, Going to make fun of Brian for thinking, what are you doing over there? You've been looking at your phone the whole show. I haven't broken away from the show, though. Yes, you have. Have not. Earlier, you had like a t- five-second nah. pause of silence. Nah. Uh, dear old state, who got an answer and rebuked his uh, answeree appropriately. What is your favorite uniform combination for MSU? So for football, um, you know what? I wish they would do the flying M more than one time. Okay, I, I thought that uniform was awesome. But if it's not that, then it's probably um, maroon on maroon. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like I, the I really shiny like maroon helmet. Maroon jersey, gray pants. I like that too. That's my home uniform. Um, I did like. I don't know if they've only done it the one time, but against Alabama in seventeen with the maroon jersey, maroon pants, and silver helmet. I thought yep. that was a good look. On white, the, white, uh, a white jersey and maroon pants and maroon helmet. That's looks that's good the too. classic MSU look. For yep, me. that's what I want to see on the road. Uh, let's see here. Another one from Dear Old State. If college football created a super conference with 32 teams, do you think there would be relegation promotion, a relegation promotion element to keep the lower tier teams engaged in the sport? Honestly, I don't think that would happen. I think TV just cares about the top teams, and the other teams could just be left to do whatever. Yeah. Which is kind of how it is There's, now. Because nobody, let's say you're in that 32, which means you're one of the top 32 brands, even if you're the 32nd. 
which is what State and Ole Miss would be pretty close to, I would imagine. No. Are you gonna set? Are you gonna sign a contract where like it's possible that we could be put down with the Memphises and Southern Misses and Central Floridas of the world? No. 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 Because here's the thing: Alabama's not gonna take that risk. Imagine if Alabama just has an off year one year. Something happens. They have some injuries. Saban's gone, and they finish seven and five, and then all of a sudden they're relegated. Alabama's not doing that. Yeah. So no, I don't think that would be the case. Uh, Jason Luckett wants to know better uh, sports movie villain: Shooter McGavin, White Goodman, or Bud Kilmer? Well, the other two were kind of uh, funny characters. Yeah, there's nothing funny. Bud about Bud Kilmer's just a, a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So Bud Kilmer. H- is he's number one. Yeah. I agree with this. Charles Potts, what's MSU's record in 2018 if Dan Mullen was still the coach? We talked about that a little bit the yeah, other I day. Think I think 10 and 2 is the right 10 answer. or 11 wins. I think they, yep. they they probably still lose to Alabama. Uh, and they probably lose of the other three games they lost in the regular season, they lose one more. I mean, that might be a better team than 14, would you agree? Yes. With with Mullen in yeah. charge. Yes. Um, I, mean, I know you don't have Dak, but but you're much better defensively. The defense was number one in the in the country. Yeah, and and he would have gotten more out of Fitzgerald than, yeah. than Moorhead did. No question. Did Mississippi State make a mistake running off Rick Stansberry? This is a yes and no answer. That had to happen, but because of this, because of the state of the program, but but it was made significantly worse because of the hire that you made right. after that, which they, that they didn't have a plan in place. Yeah, I I think that that I think that that that. Coaching search was kind of sabotaged a little bit. I think it was too. Um, so it, it was it was going to be tough to find a good coach, mm-hmm. but I mean that it just gotten so bad with the roster. I don't think there was any other way you could fix it, but by just blowing everything up. I agree. Your buddy Blaine Whitehead has a question for you, Bob Falk. Wants right. to know, Commissioner Sankey went on record saying we won't see rescheduled games in 2021 due to COVID. That being said, over under on 11 and a half regular season games played by MSU this fall. If you say over, what's your confidence in that? I say it's under. I think State will get one canceled because I don't think State is doing a good enough job getting people vaccinated. Okay. Um, well, it, I think that it, we're going to be treating vaccinated people differently during the season. Mm-hmm. We've already have the CDC coming out saying that if you're vaccinated, you're, you still need to be quarantining, you still need to be wearing a mask, all right. that stuff. I think that those guidelines are going to change for the SEC. I don't think it's going to. I don't think we're going to see them say, "Okay, if you have eighty percent, you don't have to test or whatever." Right. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. No, so I don't, I, I don't think it's just Mississippi State. I, I think. Every, I think. Everybody could potentially be in the same boat there. Possibly. But hopefully not. We'll see. People often forget that Landry Clark killed a guy and his police chief father helped cover it up. What's a TV scene slash plot line that keeps you up at night? I stopped watching Friday Night Lights as a result of that. Really? I watched the first season. I was like, this is really good. And then when that happened, I was like, no, I'm done. It's just supposed to be about high school football and this dude killed a guy and got away with it. I can't. I can't go any further. Yeah, but he was messing with his girl. And, oh, I know what happened. I'm just saying. Um, I'm trying to think what what something that just really cut me to the core. I still don't know who drove the Hummer. I thought it was Kevin Nash. 
Did I thought? Did, did they ever say for sure? I th- I think they did. But yeah. that was a white Hummer. I can't remember. You know, there's that's the thing about wrestling is there are so many storylines that have just been just straight up for like who was the uh, the Raw general manager, the anonymous Raw general manager. Then they say it was Hornswoggle, but yep. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, who's also Vince McMahon's son? Yes, his, illeg- his, his illegitimate, illegitimate son. son. Uh, that where Triple H is laughing at him is one of the funniest things, though, in the history of pro wrestling. Uh, but there's just so many of those things, you know. So, what, what's something from a TV series that keeps you up? Is it something from Game of Thrones? Well, yeah, the way Game of Thrones ended, yeah, obviously that would, that, would be, that just yeah. continues to just grind your gears. It, it, my my gear my gears are ground. So I I was not as upset about that because I didn't invest seven years into the show. Right. I just watched it. Ben watched it. Yeah. So uh, that didn't upset me as bad. But um, I'm trying to think of something that just really I don't I don't really have anything yeah. that I just think about. But yeah. that that was pretty ridiculous that Landry got away with murder. It like was. That. Cody Goldsberry says... And then he was just a complete psychopath in Breaking Bad. Like, scary yeah. psychopath. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cody Goldsberry, not a question, but slightly humorous, was involved in the accidental discharge of a firearm incident a few days ago. After surgery, I woke up in a daze, and all I could hear was the sound of the new intro to the pod for like an hour straight. Well, there you well, go. thank you for listening, Cody. I appreciate I hope you that. feel better soon. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, RJ Sweatman, can we rebuke someone for someone else? No. They have to rebuke It's got to be that person. That's right. Uh, JC, Brian, are you disappointed that Chelsea hasn't done much in this transfer window? Felt like after the Champions League they were going to add more talent, especially with the departure of Giroud and others. I mean, they've tried. They've tried, but the money is just not right yet. You know, They want Holland. They want Lukaku, one of the two. But neither one of them, You know, their clubs are willing to sell right now. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Robbie, what or who got you into playing guitar, and how long have you been playing? Uh, my dad, I guess. I was probably 14, and I asked for a um, – I was looking through the Sears catalog. We used to do that for oh, Christmas. Man, Sears catalog. And I found a electric Yamaha electric guitar, black and white. It, it, was, it was a real knockoff – Strat is what it was, a Stratocaster. Um, and my dad taught me three chords, and I've taught myself the rest. Uh, but that was, so I've been playing since I was 14. I'm 32. So almost 20 years now. That's cool. Yep. Uh, First song I learned was Looking Out by Back Door by CCR. There you go. Can you still play it? Yes, okay. I can. It was significantly better than. When you first started, yeah. It was really bad when I I first started. With Wally Brule and Forbes, last question from J.C. Dickinson here. Wally Brule and Forbes having somewhat unexpected breakout seasons last year. Who are three guys on this year's teams that could have a breakout season? Tulu Griffin is the first guy that I think of. Yes. Um, The defensive... defensive, Watson? uh, Tyrus Wheat. Tyrus Wheat? I, I expect big things from Wheat, though. But the, it would be a breakout okay. season. So Wheat, it, are we are we overthinking it that Marks could be that guy? Could be that he could have like the regular a, a normal or Mike Will Lee. Rogers. I mean, yeah, being the quarterback in the air raid is Tulu Griffin a full is the season. easy answer. Tulu is the, is the easy answer there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, Fair, Brogan Fairchild, do you think people will see Kumar Rocker not signing with the Mets as an overuse issue or something else, and can it potentially help with recruiting? I think most people do see that as an overuse issue. But I also think they don't care because you can still go to Vanderbilt and not have to pay anything. That's true. So. But um, I, I, I do know that it seems like the Mets and some of the people in the MLB are not happy with how Vanderbilt handed the. Handled I don't think it's this. Vanderbilt's the problem. I think well, they, the problem. they're part of it. They're they part are part of, of the of problem. It, they they all kind of kept this this away from the MLB team, which is it, it worked out similarly to Carter Stewart, who had the wrist problem, and they saw that in the in the physicals, and that they didn't do these physicals before the draft, apparently. So it, it kind of boils down to the the agency for not and the agency and Kumar Rocker for not being up front with uh, the Mets here, but um, it's just it's just strange all that has worked out. But you could tell he really was not the same as the season worn off, and I I felt like that had a lot to do with how much he was used in March. And Jack Leiter, you know, he he had to sit out a couple of weeks. It's not like he was. He got off scot free there. You know, they had to sit him out for a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I, I do think that that has to do a little bit with with overuse and how how much they were using them early. I agree. I agree. Where can I find your Mississippi pot roast recipe? That's you can find it anywhere. You find that it's the same as everybody else's. Yeah, you know, it's just just look up Mississippi pot yeah, roast. Yeah, it's all the same. Now I do do the Malcolm Reed thing, and I put it on the grill as opposed to putting it in the oven. But you can do that in a, co- a cooker, crock pot, pot, do it in the oven, however you want to do it. I, li- I like my pot roast in a crock pot. Nothing wrong with that. Let Very it cook good. slow all day. Yeah. Uh, the Mississippi Sport- MSU Sports and Podcasts account. Okay. okay. With Eric Dampier's induction in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, what player has inexplicably been left out and who should be next? So, I mean, I don't know the roster there as much. I mean... Yeah, I'm, I don't know who all is who all is in it. Do you have... To, is it just enough to have been great here in Mississippi? Do you have to also have some pro stuff going on? No, I, I think I think the pro I mean, pro thing has something to do with it. My first thought was, like, it. is Daryl Wilson in there? Um, I feel like he is. But he can't be if Eric Dampier's... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he can't be. So if I, Eric Dampier's just now in it, yeah. Which, which, how long do you have to be out of the game? Twenty five years. That can't be right. Well, it might be Dampier hadn't been out of the NBA that long. That's it might true. be. So for when 10 you years. stop playing whatever sport or what stop coaching, yeah, could be, could be. I don't know. I, I feel like Dak is going to be a first ballot guy. Should be Dak. Uh, I mean, would you consider Nick Fitzgerald in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame? Yeah. All-time SEC yeah, rushing absolutely. leader for quarterback. Absolutely. Terry McCowan, Victoria Vivians. Yeah. Vivians has to be in there because she was the greatest scorer in high school yeah, history. Yeah, the then, high school thing going, too. Yeah. Ford Polk, who I met. I met Ford Polk the other night. Sweet. Nice guy. Why do we only see cursive logos in baseball and occasionally basketball? It seems like baseball and basketball fans have more of a finesse writing or logo, and football has big, blocky le- logos on helmets. Is it just me, or would the script state look amazing on a football helmet? Yeah, a lot of people have, have brought that up. I don't, I don't really but like the There's the some M cursive in, in college football, though. I don't UCLA? Really, yeah, I don't really like the M-State logo yeah. that much. I, I, you know, I mentioned I love the, the flying M. Um, I love the M over S. Florida has cursive, the Gators. Yeah. That's, that's cursive. I'm trying yep. to think of, of, of examples. Does Indiana have 
cursive on some of their stuff. Yeah, they have the block uh, IU. But I thought they had at some point they had some kind of cursive. That's, that's, that's the basketball. Hoosiers yeah. or something. Um, um, I'm trying to... Trying to think, yeah. UConn, does UConn have no, something? No. I'm trying to think, is there, is there anybody just like off the top of my head? South Carolina, no. don't they have the cursive? Not for football, they have the Gamecock logo. So yeah, I mean, but they're out there. They're for, they're they're just few and far between. So I, I agree. The script state, I've seen that would look good on a helmet. Yeah. Also, last one here from Ford: Is it acceptable to shut the door on your fiance slash wife slash girlfriend? When she complains at 7 a.m. that you are listening to Thunder and Lightning. Do you have one of each of those? Ford, what's going on? Be careful. That's careful. I, uh, I don't see Ford's question. Hmm. Am I tagged in this? You are? Okay. You are? Uh, I would say it is not acceptable. You should be careful. Or you might not have anybody to shut the door on next time. So She'll you. be slamming it on you. Exactly. Uh, 901 Stark Dog says okay uh since 2010 is msu one of the best athletic programs in the country considering how good the big four programs have been women's basketball deep tournament runs long postseason streak with football college world series title for baseball well i mean since 2010 men's basketball has been a train wreck yeah so that's that takes you out probably not the best but it's been a well it's been it's a really been consistent. well well-rounded it's i mean a, they've played since 2013 they've played in four national championships yeah in two um, different sports. In two different sports. So, which but is, there are plenty of programs that have won national championships. Yeah. Two, I mean, even like Alabama. Stanford. Has won national titles. Stanford, like, wins the all sports they play award every year. sports. Yeah, but I mean, like, they, they have. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably. They pick up sports in every. They pick up points in every category. Yeah. But they like, win that, like, every. They didn't win it this year, I don't think. But. Yeah. Um, Auburn. Has to be around there. They had a Final Florida, Four basketball. Very high. Florida's going always very high. Texas is going to be high. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, if you did, you know, just according to how much money your athletic department makes and the range of sports that have been competitive, State would be up there, I would think. I agree. Especially if you could. Yeah, yeah. Louisville's, Louisville's probably Louisville's up there. Louisville's a good one, yeah. Caleb Rhodes, you have one place to take someone to sell them on Starkville. It can't be Mississippi State. Where are you taking them? Spotlight Cafe. Yeah. It, it would be an eatery. Yeah. Because there's well, there's not really any like, What am I selling you on? You know. It would just be sold on the on the people and the food. Yeah. So, yeah. Um just restaurant being Tyler. Your restaurant Tyler like would be a good brothers, spot, like two that. brothers. Yeah. yeah, just a, you know, local a local eatery. Uh, let's see here. Rob Chittam, why does iTunes still list Joel Coleman as the host of this show? And Robbie, does this offend you? I have made, I have changed it. You know that I have. It, it doesn't offend me because Joel is a friend. Uh, the only thing that offends me is is Brian not taking the time to, to fix this. Well, I can't fix things on uh, on iTunes. Let me see if it's fixed on on, on uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Apple. Is it, it is I on have Apple. Spotify. So. It's, it's fixed on Apple. Brian... Right here. I didn't even know iTunes still exists. It says Robbie Falk right there on Spotify. I, I didn't know iTunes still exists. So existed. let's check yeah, Apple Podcast here. So here. See y'all. What's going on here? Where does it say this at all? This is my question. Oh. 
Yeah, well, I mean, all I have... I don't even see where where it says... All Joel's I have is Apple it. Music, which I I just assumed was the same as Apple. I have Apple, Apple Podcasts, but... That's no, what I'm saying. Like, I, I thought, I I thought the Apple Podcast was iTunes. Yeah, I, I don't even see where there's a... Uh, a description of the of the said uh, podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see if this is it. No, I don't know. So I don't know what you're talking about, Rob. I think you're make. I think you're trying to be an agitator. I think you're trying to divide. He's trying, trying to create a rift here. Is there a problem with thunder and lightning? Tune in next week yeah. to find out. We're gonna have a. Uh, we're meeting at at, at Joel at Logan's uh, barber shop. And uh, he'll 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 mediate. I'm gonna hash it out here. We're gonna have the the Hey Dad Robbie Falk Summit with Mr. Fuji and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay. Uh, another one from 901 Stark Dog is Steve Robertson the most tattooed person I know? No, or you know, is he not? Mm-mm. He is easily number one for me. I I know someone Steve. Most of Steve's tattoos are sleeves yeah. and on his legs. He's got some legs. I know someone that's fully tatted on their entire upper body. Okay. Um, from stomach up, mm-hmm. chest hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like he's wearing a shirt. Yeah. Whenever. Mackenzie Salmon, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, no, this guy, like, he he looks like he could go shirtless and people would not know. It's, it's pretty yeah. rough. Wade Jones asks, would you pay for advertising if people have the option to skip watching the advertising? People do have that option. I mean, if you DVR a show, you don't have to watch yeah. commercials. Except for Hulu. On my Hulu, I pay for the um, mm-hmm. no ads mm-hmm. thing, but I still have to see ads on TV shows. You're getting ripped off. Yeah, I can't fast forward through it. It makes me watch them. It's, it's quite annoying. But And then, you know, like there, there are podcasts that have the ad-free option yeah. where you you pay for the subscription. Who would do that when you can I just wouldn't do, yeah, fast forward? There's, there's no way. Yeah. It's just that people, people are so lazy mm-hmm. now that they will literally pay more money to not mm-hmm. have to worry with something. I agree. That's why I'm not worried about Hulu. Like I'm just gonna, I'll just watch the minute and a half yeah. ad. Kurt says, One of the most valuable lessons I learned in marriage, early in marriage, was to never buy anything that plugged in for my wife's birthday after buying her a hair dryer. Woo! That is tough. Yikes. She explained that I must stay with jewelry, crystal, or perfume. What has been your most valuable lesson around gifts? Uh, to get one. That's a good lesson to learn. So my wife likes surprises. Mm-hmm. She wants to be surprised. Mm-hmm. So I'm not very good at, at picking out those yeah. gifts uh, because I don't want her to say, that she doesn't like it, and then I have to return the gift. So Smart. I just get her to give me a list of a lot of things, and I will pick from it. I, I don't do clothes anymore. No, I did that once. Never I, again. I bought I bought a dress one time. It was one of those romper things. Yeah, and it was like too big. I was like, Oh, you idiot. won't do it again. Won't do it so, again. So I go a step further than you. I just tell my wife, just order whatever it is you want, and I'll put my name on the box when it arrives. And then I, there's like, nothing heartfelt about that. But then no. for Christmas, what I do is I do that, and then I also go out and buy small gifts. Okay, for her. Well, that I, she doesn't know about. I pretty much do that too. But the big gift for her is is her own doing. Yeah, because I'm not a fool. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get you exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. Just because you know it feels better that someone thought outside the box mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's the right decision. Yeah. Just, now, I've if, done that and I've had tell success. Me, but just tell me what you want and I'll go get it. I've had some 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 failures as well. 
I bought her something that plugged in one, so I bought her a mixer because that's what she wanted. Oh, she, I did that last. She wanted to get into baking. I was yep, like, all right, same thing. So I, got her stand I, mixer. I bought that on Christmas, and I bought her a hair dryer before. But that's one of many things. That Great I setup too, by the way. I, I handed her a bag, and it had a bag of flour and a can of cherry pie filling it. I was like, and she just looked at me. I was like, what? That's what I got you. I said you wanted to bake. Oh. And then and she, she was just started turning red. Oh, and then and I was like, oh, and I got you this too. <laughs> I got her an iPod one year, and I had her sister take her to dinner while I downloaded all of her music from our computer to the iPod. And then her, I was like, text me before you leave so I can put everything away. And then she didn't. Just showed up. Sister-in-law just, just didn't do anything. Just showed up. I'm, I'm halfway. So, like, I str- struggled, and I got everything put away quickly, and I left the damn instruction manual on the desk, oh, and she found it. And I was ruined like, the whole thing. Thanks, Diana, if you're listening. <laughs> All right. Moving on. The Flying M, who has learned to lock up his conversations. We're ranking 13s today. This is some good, 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 good folks in here. Ready? Jonathan Banks... Robert Bean, John Bond, Jet Butler, Wes Carroll, Brett Pirtle, Bobby Thickpin. I love Jet Butler, but he is clearly last in this. And, and Wes Carroll's second to last. Yes. And then Robert Bean is third to last. Well, okay, now we're going to have to fight a little. <laughs> I love Robert Bean. Uh, um, well, I, I'm going to go, I, I think I'm going to go John Bond first. And then I'm going to go Jonathan Banks. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm a big John Bond fan. I'm a big Banks fan, too. Banks won the Thorpe. I know, but I didn't think that that year was his best year. Slay was better that year. Yeah. Um, You can argue one and two, but I think it's got to be Bond and Banks. I'm surprised you're not saying Thickpin. I I wouldn't put him ahead of either one of those, I don't think. But I would put him number three. All right, well, then there's our rankings. You're saying we're going Bond... Banks, Thickpin, Pirtle, Bean, Carol, Butler. That's what I'm. That's probably what I'm going with. I'm, I don't feel like arguing today. No, go ahead. I would have uh, Robert Bean fourth. I'd have. I move him up at least one over Pirtle. Yeah. Okay. The guy was incredible. Yeah, I'm okay incredible with that. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Quentin Roof. What team does Mississippi Pertle led the SEC Great in hitting his, his last year? Quentin Roof. What team does Mississippi State have the best chance to upset in football this year? So here's what LSU. I LSU. LSU is probably the correct answer. Yeah. Auburn is probably second. Yeah. LSU is, is the answer then. Caleb Hamill wants to know. We've talked about next year's starters from baseball from a position standpoint. What about the batting order? In order, who bats one through four? Let's start from the back. Because I think Hancock just stays right there in that cleanup four. spot. Yeah, Cam James third, and then who's, who's Cam James second or third? Maybe move him. I, I might go Cam James second, Logan Tanner third. Yeah, Luke Hancock fourth. And then who leads off? Is it Jess Davis? Is it Braylon Skinner or R.J. Yeager? Maybe could you put was him? He, was he? A, uh, he's more of a power guy. He is, but I've seen some power guys in the top of the lineup. I'm trying to think. Like, you want somebody at the top of the lineup, though, who's getting on. I mean, I know Rooker used to hit second, but this needs to be a guy who can steal a base. State is aggressive on the base pass. Yeah, I mean, it's the the probably probably the bright answer is just Davis, Mm -hmm. but it's still kind of a wait and see. Be a uh, a dark horse there. He's going to have to hit a better hitter. I mean, 
100 points better to do that, I think. Just an idea, though. Um, I mean, he could if he if if he can get the job done, but I I don't know. Right now, he'd be at the bottom of the lineup. But you got, I mean, you're fighting for some for some spots there, and you got some guys that that are going to be towards the bottom of the order that can really swing it. Yeah. Like R.J. Yeager, maybe fifth. Yeah, and then you have we had Cumbus, Cumbus, Callum Clark. There's a lot of power in this lineup. There's not as a much lot. speed. I mean, a lot more power yeah, than it was last year. And that's it. Okay. So. All right. Tomorrow's show, uh, SEC and uh, opponent previews. And then Friday's show, we'll, we'll, we'll start to look ahead. Plus, practice is starting on Saturday. So that should Today be is my seventh anniversary at 247 Sports. Congratulations to you. Seven years. Can you believe that? Long, I know. It, it's a long that's time. That's crazy. It's a long time. Congrats. All right, guys, talk to you again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.